Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the seventh chapter. The disciples of John reported all these things to him. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many who were blind he bestowed sight. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news to preach to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, none is greater than John. Yet, the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. When all the people heard this, and the tax collectors too, they declared God just, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Bert Mueller. John the Baptist preached about Jesus. He was the forerunner of Jesus. His job was to get everybody ready for Jesus' coming. He said things like this, Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. But instead of being Jesus' right-hand man, John the Baptist went to prison. He went to prison for speaking truth to power, for telling King Herod that he should repent, for taking his brother Philip's wife as his own. That was adultery. There's a commandment about this. But this, of course, made Herodias very angry at John the Baptist, and so she made Herod, her lover, throw him into prison. Either John the Baptist or his disciples looked around, and they didn't see the axe laid to the, fruit of, to the root of the tree. 
In fact, the only axe that was in John the Baptist's future is the one that was going to take off his head. They didn't see the chaff being burned with unquenchable fire. That didn't seem to be the character of Jesus' ministry. But Jesus ate with sinners and tax collectors. This all caused either John or his disciples to wonder, Jesus, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect another? Jesus replied to this question with two sentences. First, he pointed to his works. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the poor have the good news preached to them. These were the works that the Messiah was supposed to do, according to Isaiah the prophet. Jesus was saying, John, I'm the one, just like you said, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. I have come that the people may be prepared for the life to come, with all its blessings, and as testimony to that fact, I heal their infirmities now, and most importantly, I preach the good news to them. Jesus saw you and I as poor, without hope, without heaven, without God, without goodness. And he came to preach the good news to us. His preaching of the good news was not in words alone, but also in actions. His blood covers us and our sin. He rose again from the dead for us. It was all for us and for our salvation. He came to purchase and to give us all forgiveness of sins. He came to give us lasting treasure in heaven. If you be an adulterer, even then, even if you doubt like John the Baptist and his disciples, Jesus is for you. Repent of your sin. Call yourself a sinner. Believe in Jesus, the Savior and friend of sinners. Second, Jesus spoke the phrase, Blessed is the one who is not scandalized by me. And this is very important. Jesus said, Don't worry about how things look, John. Pay attention to what is said. Don't judge by your eyes, but judge with your ears. I may appear to be unable to help you, John the Baptist, but don't let that lead you to despair. I myself will be crucified and killed, my precious blood running down all over for standing up for the truth, just like you, John the Baptist. But don't let that trouble you. I do what I do so that you may have life in my kingdom, and therefore you are blessed with faith if you are not scandalized by me. Jesus says the same to us. Don't let the devil, the world, and your sinful flesh tell you what's going on. Let me inform you. I'm here to destroy the devil's power over you. I'm here to bring in the new world, the new creation, where righteousness dwells, where every tear is wiped away from every eye. I'm here to remove that sinful flesh of yours by drowning it in the waters of repentance and faith, and by causing a new man to emerge and arise and live before me in righteousness and purity forever. I'm here to give you my precious blood and my holy body, in, with, and under the bread and the wine. Only don't be scandalized when things don't seem to be working out. Just remember what I have done and what I promised to do for you. I suffered in your place. I died your death. I gave the Spirit to you, and I rose again from the dead for you. You can bank on this, no matter how tough things get in the here and now. You are blessed with faith if you are not scandalized by me. That's what Jesus says. Now, after John the Baptist's disciples left with Jesus' encouraging message, Jesus turned his attention back to the crowd. He wanted the hearers to understand exactly what happened with John the Baptist. What did you go out to see? A reed shaken by the wind? Did you go out to see something ordinary? Did you go out to see someone who was spineless, who would be blown all over the place by every wind of false teaching? Was that the way John the Baptist was? No. He was nothing ordinary. 
He was absolutely not spineless. He called men to repentance, even kings, even when it meant his freedom and later on his earthly life. What did you go out to see? Did you go out to see someone focused on worldly wealth and prosperity? Did you go out to see someone living up in fine clothing, feasting sumptuously on the best foods? No. John the Baptist wore camel's hair and ate locusts and wild honey. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, and more than a prophet. This is the one of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Now Jesus is no reed shaken by the wind either. Jesus is not concerned with wearing soft clothing in king's palaces. He came and did exactly what he was supposed to do. He did the will of his Father who sent him. He suffered and died for the sins of the world. He rose again from the dead. You are baptized into him. You have come to, the, to his altar to receive his body and blood, in, with, and under the bread and the wine, for the forgiveness of your sins. You have his good news placed into your ear through preaching, and this all for your forgiveness and your life everlasting. Repent and believe the good news. Blessed is the one who is not scandalized but believes. May God the Holy Spirit give us such faith so that we bear up under all these trials and crosses of this life and finally enter into the life to come, all by Jesus our crucified and risen Savior. Amen.